Welcome back to another episode of Mentor Mel Speaks. Ha, <laughs> that's a nice one. Um, but anywho, on a serious note, I found this post today and it's basically one of those posts in like a Facebook group and the question was to the group, anyone knows of any of an app that allows you to see your partner's phone with just a simple click pound on a mission. All right. So first off, I hate relationship things. I hate relationship like questions. I hate relationship. I hate relationship like scenarios or things to deal with because my answer is always the same. It's, it's a self thing. So if you have to, or feel the need to look through somebody's phone, i.e. a significant other to see what they're doing, I hate to break it to you. And maybe this might be a good place to hear it. Your relationship has been over. Like your relationship has been over. Now, this is actually an opinion thing. I'm not a therapist by any means. And actually, some therapists will say, well, you're supposed to be open and you're supposed to, you know, share everything. There shouldn't be any secrets among, you know, partners. And I get that. I absolutely get that. But what therapy tends to forget to tell you is if you feel the need to look, then there's a deeper issue going on rather than just looking through somebody's phone. The act is an act. However, the notion to do the act is the problem, is a huge problem, is a huge unspoken problem. Once upon a time, I did look through somebody's phone that I was talking to and you know how you know, but you don't want to know. But that day I found out. I wound up fixing the phone because the phone was cracked, put a new screen on it, doing some real noble thing, right? And I was like, you know what? Let me just peek. So boy, when I tell you, I saw more than I cared to see. Like we talking about pictures, conversations, all of that. Countdowns. Like what? Okay. So needless to say, I learned my lesson about looking through a phone. Now, I am a firm believer that seek and ye shall find. Now, I'm not saying to, to not want to know. Because I think knowing is not something you need tangible proof on. I think it's something that you innately know. You know when somebody is not, they're not all in it. And they're acting differently and all of that. But when you follow them up and look through their phone, you've definitely lost and, and I know this sounds weird, like coming out of my mouth, it sounds weird, but just follow me, follow me. 
the fact for a for a strong relationship to work, you have to have trust. So the fact that you have the notion to even look through somebody's phone says there's an unspoken issue, like I said earlier. And that's the issue that really needs to be addressed. Now, if you have that notion, then there most likely are. But then again, you got two issues. Either they are or they aren't talking to somebody else. It's a 50-50. It really depends on the person. But if you have the notion to look and they if you have the notion that they are talking to somebody else and you look in the phone, and you find out to be true. Now you have information. What are you going to do with it? You have proof now, but let's say you, you have the notion, you look through it and you don't find anything. Do you keep repeating the cycle? Do you just keep looking until you find something? And that's where the seeking you shall find comes into play because it's like you did what you wanted to do in terms of, validating whether this person is trustworthy or not because for in your mind you think the cell phone is the confirmation whether this person is trustworthy or not which again says a lot about your relationship with that person now how I do relationships now is I don't care to look through somebody's phone if you want to cheat and if you want to look through, if you, if you want to cheat and if you want to talk to whomever or do whatever, everything lies on you. If this relationship fails, it is now because of you. I take no blame in you cheating. I take no blame in you talking to somebody else. What I do know is, and this is where you got to have trust, internal trust, universal trust, God trust. What you do in the dark will come to light in its own time. So I will not stress about what somebody else is doing on their phone. I would hope that the person that you decide to be with has enough respect for you to say, hey, I'm really not here in the relationship and I feel like we should take a break or I feel like, you know, we should end this. Like this just... I don't know. We can communicate, talk. What? Talk it out like adults. Yeah. So a lot of everyone now has cell phones in their relationships and, you know, people can feel how they feel about it. Some people, may use their phone a little too much. Um, I'm a type of person where my work is on my phone and I'm also like doing side things that incorporate a phone. So if you are an insecure person, then the phone may cause an issue for you. Me, it's just a business tool and I make sure to balance it out. I hate actually being on my phone when I don't have to be on my phone. Cell phones can be deadly to a relationship, but really it's not the phone that's the issue. It's the, the communication on the other line. We, and when I say we, I mean society now has access to just about anybody, anywhere. So with that being said, there's a lot of dating apps 
and dating is not what it used to be. Dating is not, you know, your family sets you up on a blind date or you're dating somebody that you've known from high school and you've always been good friends, but you never crossed that path or somebody in college that you knew and you just reconvene or, um, somebody that you work with. And especially now, especially now because of COVID, Dating is different now. Dating is at your fingertips, literally. You can swipe right or you can swipe left. That simple. You don't even have to like know a person to say, hey, this isn't even going to work. You can read their profile, which is another form of judgment. But we're not even going to get into that. That's a whole nother ballgame. But because we are accessible or we have access to other people on such a, a large scale, I can understand why a phone could be detrimental to a relationship. But then again, you've got to trust your partner. You have to trust them. You have to. And if you don't trust them, why are you with them? Oh, cause they look nice. They got money. Okay. You know how many nice looking people with money you can find? I'm going to need you to dig a little deeper. And I'm pretty sure they're not the only person that looks nice and has money. So if they are cheating and that's all they got to bring to the table, then you can find another table to sit at. You don't have to stay with somebody where you don't trust them. And people lock themselves in to relationships like toxic relationships because they don't want to start over. They don't want to, they don't want to find a new, they don't want to have to go through the process of looking. They don't want to have to look in the mirror and say, Hmm, I wonder why this person cheated on me. They don't want to have to go through all that stuff. That's a whole self-reflection game that nobody particularly likes to do. It's helpful that you do it. It helps you, you know, get mentally right for your next relationship whenever that is. And it's not a a quick thing. But people, again, may jump into a relationship to fill a void. That could be another thing. So the fact that you don't trust somebody is the root of the issue why you want to look through someone's phone, which is why I don't partake in looking through somebody's phone. Because if I decide to date you, that means that I trust you. And if you want to play with my trust in you, just know once it's broken, there's no coming back from it. So choose wisely. Choose wisely. Choose wisely. And make sure that you balance out your usage with your phone. If you're on your phone more than you are talking to your partner and y'all are in the same space, you might have another issue. That's like an issue. That's a, that's an unspoken <laughs> second issue. If you find more entertainment on what's happening on the phone than being with your partner in the same space, that is an issue. I mean, heck, you could, you should be trying, you should be fighting, trying to keep your hands off your partner. If we're going to be real, 
but you want to keep your hands on your phone. Is that not something wrong with that? Or am I just overthinking this? I work in technology. I'm around technology all the time. You would think because I am so engrossed in technology that I would be on it all the time at home. That is the furthest from the case. I have a computer at home and I don't, unless I am doing work for this stuff, I don't go on it. I don't sit and cruise the internet. I don't sit. I mean, I play video games, but again, that's a work thing. It's content, content creator. You have no reason to be on your phone all the time. But Mel, I'm bored. Read a book. Find a hobby. Find something to do. Build something. Fix something. I mean, you could actually even use technology to make more money. You don't have to be on it doing nothing. If you mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, through Facebook, and that's all you do all day, what is on Facebook that's so important? I mean, right now, things are a little heated. Things are a little crazy. But on a regular day, this is not a regular time period. So I'm recording this when all this riot stuff is happening. But on a regular day, Facebook is not popping like that. Instagram ain't popping like that. Snapchat ain't popping like that. TikTok is entertaining. <laughs> but then again, you you sh- you should feel a max out uh a max out moment or time. Like like your eyes should get tired from the screen. Like your body should get like physically exhausted from looking down at the phone. Like like Physically, your body should, like, repel the phone. But people still power through and use the phone. So I can see how that can hinder a relationship. But back to it, the phone is not the issue. If you feel the need to look through somebody's phone, it is not the phone. It is the trust that you don't have in the person that you chose to be with. You take full power in who you decide to lay down with, to have kids with, to sleep with, to marry. That's who you decide to be with. So if you don't trust them, then the fault lies on you. So what are you going to do? That's the million dollar question. I can't answer that for you. And if you are on the other end of the person that just happens to to want to look through your phone all the time and accuse you of cheating, but don't actually have proof, then what are you going to do? Because again, that's another toxic relationship. Verbal abuse is abuse, male or female. It is what it is. Guys, I know, you know, the women... Maybe smaller than you, but, and oh, it's just, you know, she just calls me a name, this whatever. Okay, so that's a form of abuse. What are you, are you just going to sit and, that's it? You're just going to sit and take it? You're not going to stand up for yourself? 
You're not going to put your foot down. Nothing. Men have just as much right to leave a relationship as a woman does. And that's even if you're married. Now I don't. I'm not encouraging divorce. But I'm saying if you're in a toxic relationship. You have every right to leave that relationship. Y'all will find this interesting. So I just looked up. Um, traits of a toxic relationship. One, lack of support. Another, uh, toxic communication, jealousy, controlling behaviors, controlling behaviors. I'm going to say that again. Controlling behaviors, resentment, dishonesty, patterns of disrespect, negative financial behaviors, and that's just, that's just the short of it. There's 33, there's 38 total on this list. But the, the main ones that I want to like talk about, jealousy being one, patterns of disrespect, and toxic communication. Now, the therapist, therapy, therapist, you know, recommend that, you know, you, you leave yourself open and you communicate or you allow the person to, to have access to your phone. And, you know, it's all hunky-dory. But looking through your phone is not a form of good communication in my books. To me, that's toxic. That means that I don't want to talk to you about my claims or my feelings. I would rather look and find my evidence to bring it against you. We don't want to communicate. So communication is out. But communication is like one of the biggest proponents that you need to make a relationship work. Like you need it. That and trust. And both of those things are not there when you have the notion to continuously look through your partner's phone. So the core of the issue is way deeper than the phone, than even the relationship that you're in. Because if you don't trust the person that you're in, that means you don't trust yourself. You see how it always comes back to you? Like, it just comes back to you. Like, you can't even fight it. You have a lot of control in the things that you allow in your life. Like, you have a lot of control. Even when you don't think you have control. You got a lot of it. So when you find yourself in situations, nine times out of ten, you put yourself there. So if you don't trust your partner, you put yourself there. If your partner did something in the past, before y'all got married, that made you do mm, you did that mm moment, and you're like, nah, I'll just let it go. And you see it happen again in a relationship, in your, in your marriage, and you still brought back to that moment where you let it go, quote unquote, when really you just ignored it for the time being. Re- relationships are built off of trust. If you're looking through the phone, you don't trust. Simple as that. So you need to work on your relationship. You need to figure out why you are not trusting your partner. You need to figure out why you don't trust your partner and why you cannot communicate your trust to your, your lack of trust to your partner. So, I always think it's funny, though. I'm not in a relationship, but I be talking about relationship things. 
And yeah, that's a whole nother discussion, but I got an answer for that too. So guys, thank you for listening. And yeah, make sure you balance out your use on the phone and just respect the person that you with. Talk about it. Communicate. Write it out. Write them a letter. Say, hey, I don't like how you do this. The phone is not the issue. The person that's using the phone or the person that you. It's the person that's using the phone that you that's really the issue for you. If you are a person that feels the need, have the notion to go look through somebody's phone, to look through your significant other's phone. The issues lie within. All right. So until we meet again, and I hope that soon, I will see you guys again. Hear you or you will hear my wonderful voice again. We'll say it like that. All right, guys. So y'all have a good night, day, morning, afternoon, evening. Until we meet again, this is your host, uh, Mentor Mel, a.k.a. Melanie McFadden, signing off.